Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. Are you Silver? The Lone Ranger and Tonto had seen a distant column of smoke rising from beyond a hill. Riding in that direction, they came upon the smoldering remains of a number of heavy wagons. Oh, Silver, oh, got no fun, eh? Look at this, Tonto. Indians have struck here, and they've struck hard. Isn't that right? Indians burn wagons and kill guards and driver. These men must have been headed for the army outpost at Crawford's Pass. Wagons carry food. Yes, Tonto. Without food, the men at that outpost will starve. Well, maybe we get food for soldiers. Somebody must do it, Tonto. Someone must get help to the army. Look. Indians, more than a hundred of them. We can't fight that many. Just one thing to do. What that? We've got to run. Mounted on the great horse Silver, the Lone Ranger set a pace that quickly outdistanced the best of the Indian ponies. And Tonto's paint horse scout kept close to the big white stallion. After a period of hard riding, the masked man signaled a halt. Indians not near us now. Tato, those must have been the savages who ambushed those wagons. 
That right? Those dead men were soldiers. Another soldier die. Other wagon stop. Plenty trouble come. How do you know? A see Indian two or three day ago. Him friend. Him tell about Black Hawk. Tonto, Black Hawk is one of the worst renegades west of the Mississippi. Let's hope he never gets army rifles for his men. They're bad enough with bows and arrows. Black Hawk call many small band Indian together. Make big army to attack stockade at Crawford Pass. No matter how many men Black Hawk gets together, he can't take Crawford's Pass with bows and arrows. Him got other weapon. What's that? Hunger. Hunger? We've got to know more about Black Hawk's plans. Kimasabi. Maybe me join Indian Army. Could you manage that? Me manage? Plenty renegade Indian from all tribe join Black Hawk. All right, Toto. I'll circle through the hills and wait at the red rocks near Crawford's Pass. Join me there when you've learned when Black Hawk plans to make another move. Captain Rogers and his men at the outpost near Crawford's Pass could hear the distant tom-toms of the Indians echoing and re-echoing through the hills. The soldiers knew that trouble was pending, but it was not the first time. They had driven back a number of half-hearted Indian attacks. The captain was not too greatly concerned until an army scout rode in, a scout named Slim Jim. I never saw Slim Jim ride like that. Did you say something, Captain Rogerson? Look at Slim Jim, the way he's riding. He acts downright disturbed. He does indeed. Slim Jim, you've been riding hard. Hey, don't go right ahead. I'm telling you, Captain Rogers, any scout that don't ride hard stops riding. Hear them Indian war drums? Yes, we've been hearing them since sunset. We've heard them before. Well, this time is different. Engines are assembling in the hills. To attack us? Yep. Well, we've tried that before. We repulse them every time. Their bows and arrows are worthless against our rifles and cannon. Don't be too sure of that, White. Captain Rogers, sir, you're not worried. Look at Slim Jim here. He's worried. That's reason enough for all of us to be concerned. Is it really serious? Well, you'll agree that it is, Captain Rogers, when I tell you who's leading the Redskins. Who? Blackhawk. Blackhawk? You think he's the one who struck our food train? Yep. He's bringing renegades together from all sides. He'll have over 100 men when he gets ready to attack. Perhaps we could take him by surprise, sir. Ride out and attack before Black Hawk is ready. No, White. The Indians would scatter and disappear in the hills. We'd never find them. We'll have to wait here and be prepared to meet whatever strategy Black Hawk employs. Well, whatever it is, Captain Rogers, you can be sure that Black Hawk will use something more than bows and arrows. During the days that followed, the drums of the Indians maintained an almost constant rhythm in the hills. Without new food supplies, the outpost went on short rations. A number of hunters who went into the hills failed to return. When the situation became somewhat critical, Captain Rogers thought he understood the strategy of Black Hawk. When he voiced his theory to Slim Jim, the veteran scout shook his head slowly. I think you're wrong, Captain Rogers. Wrong? It's not like Black Hawk to try to starve us out. But that's what he's doing. He's attacked our food supplies and hunters. Well, I still say it's not Black Hawk's style. He knows we could go on slim rations for a long time. He also knows that when we saw the end at hand and realized the whole outpost was going to starve, that we'd destroy our guns and ammunition so the Redskins couldn't get them. Uh, there's something in what you're saying. Yeah, those Redskins want our rifles. Black Hawk's up to something, so he'll get them. Mark my words, Captain. These starvation tricks are just part of his plan. And what is his plan? I wish I knew, sir. 
I sure wish I knew. Two days more went by. Then, before dawn, Tonto crept softly into the Lone Ranger's camp near a massive pile of red rocks not far from the stockade. Thank goodness you got away alive, Tonto. I was beginning to worry about you. Now, what about Black Hawk? Is he going to try to starve out the soldiers? Ah, him cut food his first move. The first move? What's the second move to be? Well, Black Hawk go to fort with flag of truce. Make believe him want to sell food to army. Is that what he's after? No. Him make believe bring food into stockade and wagon, but him have plenty Indian hidden under buffalo hide and wagon. Well, then what? Indians get inside stockade, them start fight, kill guard, throw gates wide open, other Indians rush in. That's the information we need. I'll saddle Silver right away. Ah. Silver, easy. You know when Blackhawk plans to make his move? Ah. Him go to port today, sundown. I hope we can persuade the commandant to listen to us. Now, tighten this cinch. There. Now, me ride with you? Yes, Tonto. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. Me ready. Easy, big fellow. One, two, three. Come on, At Reveille, Captain Rogers sat in his headquarters with Lieutenant White and Slim Jim. You might as well face it. You've got to cut the rations again today. But Captain Rogers, sir, we're on starvation rations now. I know that, White. Nevertheless, we must make our food go as far as possible. In the hope that at least one of the men I've sent out will get through the Indians and bring help. Yeah, you hadn't better count on help. I know the way Black Hawk operates. He's not letting anyone get away from here. We'll wait until the end of this week. Then it'll all be gone by that time, sir. It will be gone before that time. At the week's end, unless help of some kind is in sight, we'll collect all weapons and ammunition, pile them in the center of the stockade, and set fire to them. Yeah, then what? (laughs) Then I guess we'll just sit back and wait until we starve to death. We won't have long to wait. We won't have to wait till the end of the week. What do you mean, Jim? Black Hawk will make his move before then. You still insist he'll make a move beyond starving us? Yep. As I said before, he wants the gun. What's going on outside? What is it, Brand? What's going on? Look over there, sir. Hey, it looks like a redskin. It is. There's a masked man with him. A masked man? Sure enough. Who is he? he? He wouldn't say. He came up to the gate and demanded an audience with the commandant. Not so fast, mister. You can't go there till we get word from the captain. I want to deliver a message to your commandant. I have no time to wait for word from him. He wouldn't even surrender his guns until he got here to you. This may be the trick we've been expecting. Double the guard at every gate. Yes, Double the guard at every gate. I have an urgent message for the commandant of this stockade. This is Captain Rogers. Captain but... Rogers, this is Tonto. He's been with Blackhawk, and he has information for you. I'm not to be taken in by any of Blackhawk's tricks. Surrender your guns and remove that mask. Rand, put this man and the Indian into the guardhouse. Yes, Unless you listen to me, this garrison will be wiped out. You heard what the captain said. Hand over those guns. Very well. I'll surrender my guns. Not so fast. Slowly, if you wish. Captain Rogers, I hope you'll open these pistols and examine the cartridges. They may identify me. Is that your white horse outside? Yes. White, you and Brand keep these men covered. We'll see what he means by examining his cartridges. Dump them out under your desk. Yes, sir. Now, what about them? They're made of silver. Hunting for spooks or something? I see nothing in these silver cartridges to cause me to change my decision. Remove that mask. Now, hold on a second, Captain Rogers. You mind if I look at one of them bullets? Go ahead. Maybe you're making the biggest mistake of your life. Now, hold on, Slim Jim. That's the captain you're talking to. I don't care who it is. 
I'm working as a scout, not as a soldier. Captain, better listen to me. Go ahead, Slim Jim. What have you to say? Well, maybe the silver bullets don't mean anything to you, sir. But the men who have been in the West a long time like I have... Let me ask you something, mister. Well? What's the name of your horse? Silver. <laughs> yeah, just what I thought. What about it? Captain Rogers, you've taken my word for a lot of things. Take it for one thing more. Well? You better listen to this masked man and be guided by what he says. He's the Lone Ranger. What's Ranger? There was a stir in Captain Rogers' headquarters when Slim Jim identified the tall masked man as the Lone Ranger. The captain, as well as Lieutenants White and Brand, had heard many stories about the mysterious character. All three stared first at the Lone Ranger and then at Tonto. I'm honored, sir. Now, this is no time to consider honors. The life of this garrison is at stake. If the garrison falls and Black Hawk gets your rifles, cannon, and ammunition, you will wipe out this entire territory. You came here to tell me something. Yes, sir. Tonto knows Black Hawk's plans. Start talking, please. Black Hawk has been starving this garrison. <laughs> That's no news. Shut up, soldier. By this time, you're probably desperate for food. Black Hawk is going to offer to sell it to you. At sunset, he'll approach with a flag of truce and offer you wagon loads of food. We can use it. I suppose he'll want his pay in guns and ammunition. Yes, he'll try to make a deal like that. Well, we could give him old guns and worthless ammunition that doesn't fit the guns. It would be exactly what he deserved after cutting off our food supply. That won't make any difference. When he brings his wagons in, he'll have men concealed on them. Once inside the stockade, they'll leap into action, overpower the guards, and open the gates. Is that his plan? Yes, it is. More than a hundred savages will rush in. And at close quarters, their knives and tomahawks will be deadlier than your rifles. If that information is accurate, Captain Rogers, sir, we can refuse to negotiate with Black Hawk. In which case, you'll starve. <laughs> it would seem that we do have a choice. We can go down fighting or starve to death. Or you can defeat Black Hawk at his own game. You have a plan? Yes, Captain. For several days, I've been camped in a gully near a pile of red rocks. I know the place. It's not far from the fort. It's inside the ring of Indians who have encircled your stockade to waylay hunters and messengers. I figured we were ringed. Well, that gully is large enough to hold all the men in this stockade, as well as horses and cannon. Are you suggesting that we evacuate? Yes, sir. Preposterous. You mean give up this stockade? Temporarily. Now, here's my plan. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
now to continue our story. It was mid-afternoon when the sentry reported that a group of three Indians on ponies was advancing slowly toward the main gate of the stockade and making gestures to indicate a desire for a powwow. One of the three was Black Hawk, the notorious Indian leader. Captain Rogers, accompanied by two aides, went out of the post to meet the visitors. He found Black Hawk a shrewd man with a good command of the English language. We have received a number of reports about your activities, Black Hawk. You believe them? You are suspected of attacking our food trains, our hunters, and our scouts. Me too hear stories. Yes? Me hear food get less every day. Where did you hear that? Indians who find dead scouts on planes. Say scouts show sign of not eat. It is my belief that those scouts were not dead when your Indians found them. Captain got right to believe what he want. You signaled for a powwow. What do you want? Peace. Me not want war with soldier. Indeed? Me want Indian and soldier be friend. That why me come here. Well? Soldier need food. Indian hunter find plenty food. You want... My first impulse is to tell you to take your food... Indian need rifle and bullet. Soldier got plenty rifle and bullets. Maybe trade, huh? For myself, I'd rather starve than trade with you. But I must think of my men. Need food? How much food can you deliver? Me bring five, six big wagon food. Maybe more next day. How soon can you deliver? Five, six wagon load food between sunset and moon. Tonight? Ah, you trade rifle and bullet. What kind of food are you going to deliver? Buffalo, antelope, steer, corn too, plenty corn. Very well. Me bring food inside stockade, then get rifle. If you're on the level, the rifles will be ready for you. That's good. Me go. Taku! He's a smooth bargainer, Captain Rogerson. He was very careful not to admit killing any of our scouts or hunters. What if he is on the level? I doubt that. But Captain Rogers, he could be. If he delivers food, you'll have to keep your word and give him rifles and ammunition. He'll get rifles and ammunition, but the ammunition will not fit the rifles. However, I think negotiations will not reach that point. As a matter of fact, I shall be greatly surprised if Black Hawk keeps his word. Now, let's return to the stockade and assemble the men. All right, yes, sir. sir. Get up there. Get up. Captain Rogers assembled the men and outlined the Lone Ranger's plan, telling them to abandon the stockade and go secretly to a gully near the Red Rocks, taking with them horses and cannon. As darkness gathered, just four men remained in the garrison. The captain, Slim Jim, Toto, and the Lone Ranger. Slim Jim had just returned from the Red Rocks. Well, the men are all in position, Captain Rogers. How are they? Well, sir, they're hungry. That goes without saying. And they're mad at abandoning the stockade. Fighting mad? I reckon you could say that. Good. Black Hawk said he'd bring in the wagons between sunset and moonrise. We can probably expect them to appear at any moment. There's just one more man to move before they come. One more? You... But I'm... Your place, Captain Rogers, is with your men. But the greater risk is here inside the stockade. There's not much to be done here. Slim Jim will help Toto and me. All three of you will be killed. You'll not have a chance. Well, that's up to you. The odds against us will be decreased by prompt action on your part. Now, see here. All three of you are civilians. 
There's no call for any one of you to die to help the army. Countless soldiers have died to help civilians, Captain Rogers. You're doggone right. It's about time someone turned things the other way. Thousands of pioneers will be massacred by Black Hawk's army if your garrison is wiped out. Now, Captain, please join your men in the Red Rocks. Be ready to act along the lines we discussed. Get your cannon into position. Be ready to open fire with the heaviest bombardment you've ever commanded. Bombard this stockade while you three are inside. Never mind us. You're going to be fighting Black Hawk. Give them everything you've got, including mortars. Here come Indian, Kimasabi. With wagons, Toto? That's right. Six big wagons. They're heading for the north gate. You leave by the south gate, Captain Rogers, and join your men. And hurry. Looking through a porthole in the stockade gate, the Lone Ranger could see Black Hawk leading the way, followed by a number of heavy horse-drawn wagons with an Indian driving each of the teams. Toto and Slim Jim stood close to the masked man. Well, the wagons are piled high. It looks like buffalo hides over them. We're supposed to think there's food beneath those hides. Instead of that, each one of them wagons holds eight or ten redskins armed with knives and tomahawks. All right, stand ready to open the gates. Carita! Amigo! Answering Jim. Here, come right in, Black Hawk. We'll open the gates. All right, Toto. You take that gate. As soon as it's open, head for Captain Rogers' office. We'll barricade ourselves there. Oh, me sabe. All right, swing it open. Oh, do it. That's it. Get going, Jim. We'll join you in the office. Hey, you get going. I'll cover it till you're barricaded. Now we're all going. Come on. Black Hawk led the way through the wide stockade gates while the Lone Ranger, Toto, and Slim Jim hurried to the far corner of the stockade where Captain Rogers had his office. As soon as the last of the wagons was within the enclosure, Black Hawk cried again. At a signal from the leader, the Indians threw back the buffalo robes and leaped from the wagons, brandishing knives and tomahawks before they realized that there were no soldiers close at hand. Their cries served as a signal to scores of other renegades who had gathered behind a concealing hill north of the stockade. They leaped to their ponies and charged through the open gates, while those who had arrived in wagons looked about for men in uniform. Meanwhile, the Lone Ranger, Toto, and Slim Jim were in the captain's quarters, looking into the stockade from a partly open door. I hope Captain Rogers moves quickly. It's too bad we can't get those gates open. The captain is supposed to wheel cannon around to cover the opening. Him no Indians inside? He must have had men watching the move. He can sure hear them. Indians look all over place for soldiers. Hey, they're coming here. Get your guns ready. We'll defend ourselves as long as we can. Black Hawk's pointing toward this door. I close it. I'll put the bar in place. Tonto, you get to that window, I'll get to this one. Knock out the glass, we'll open fire on him. Oh, he's heavy. Hey, that'll give him something to think about. That cannon. There's another. They're dropping shot inside the stockade. Hey, hey, do you hear that? Yes, that was a mortar. The captain said he'd fire explosive shells. There it is. Now those redskins know where the troop is. They must realize they can't escape. Unbar the door, Tonto. Uh-huh. I'll try to speak to Black Hawk and call on him to surrender. You'll be killed if you step out of this office. I doubt it. Let me do the talking. Get back, Jim. This is my job. Open the door, Tonto. Uh, do it. Black Hawk! Hey, look out. They're throwing knives. They're coming this way. Now get you. Get back inside here. Stupenda! Gomez! What 
Whatever you said, it got their attention. Black Hawk, you've been outwitted by your own treachery. You and your men are trapped inside these walls. You can't escape. To stay here is to starve. You'll be shot down if you leave. Your only chance is to lead your men to the north gate with your hands in the air. You die! Hey, look out! Why, you <laughs> pulled cat. He's knifed. One of the knives got him in the shoulder. It's all right. The ordinary polecats. That'll teach him to throw knives. You close the door. How is he? Uh, I'm all right, Jim. It's not a serious wound. Yeah, those redskins are bound and determined to get us. But they, they, no, no, they'll have the door busted down in no time. That, that was rifle fire. Yeah, that's right. Rogers has made his move. His men are guarding the north gate. Indians are trapped. They can't escape. And yeah, neither can we. Oh, this, this is not a bad way to go. Hello, our horses. Scout, silver with soldiers. Outside garrison. Oh, yes, that, that's right. They're safe. They'll be taken care of. You've got to stop those critters hammering on this door. Yeah, it'll slow them down, but it won't stop them for long. Doggone it, there are only some windows in the outer walls of this place. We might have a chance to escape. We're trapped. Jim, you knew we would be. Yeah, that's right. Well, the bombardment's really getting underway. Soldiers are opening up with all the cannon. That should defeat those Indians. And mortar fire as well. You sit down, Kim I'm all right, Tunnel. Just, just leave me alone. No, no. Lie back here. We'll not have long to wait. Nor can't stand much more hammering. every cannonball and mortar shell, Captain Rogers thought of the three men inside the high stockade. It was hardly possible that they could survive both the fury of the Indians and the devastating cannonade. But like a soldier, he stuck to his task until the surrender sign came from Black Hawk's men. Captain Rogers, sir. Yes, Lieutenant. All of Black Hawk's men have been made prisoners. The last of them have left the stockade? Yes, sir. Then give the order to march through the north gate with all horses and cannon. Sir, if we send a detachment to Black Hawk's camp, we'll find supplies of food. I'll take care of that as soon as we're back in our quarters. I... Can I believe my eyes? Slim Jim. Evening, Captain Rogers. Slim Jim. How did you get out of the stockade? How'd you survive? Well, I was pretty lucky. Luckier than Tonto or that mask man. You see, one of the cannonballs smacked into the corner of the fort and busted a few posts. Happened that those were the posts that made one of the walls of your headquarters. I got out through the hole just before Black Hawk's men busted down the door. And the others, Tonto and the mask man. Yeah, they got out alive. Tonto got wrapped on the head by a hunk of timber and a mask man got a knife in his shoulder, but they're alive. Captain. Captain, look. What? They're horses, Scout and Silver. They're being moved. Why, sure they're being moved. You don't expect Tonto and the Masked Man to walk from here, do you? It is Tonto, and it is the Masked Man. They're able to travel. He's leaving us. Why, sure he's leaving. His job here is done. He doesn't ride like a badly wounded man. <laughs> Captain Rogers, you should know from the stories you heard that it takes more than a knife in the shoulder to stop the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's story was written by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Brace Beamer.